Welcome to PTBC Podcast, where we will be speaking about innovation, technology, growing your business, and maximizing your entrepreneurial potential. Let's get down to business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the PTBC Podcast. This is Slava, and I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Sarush. Hey, everyone. So today we have an experienced and a talented guest, as well as a fe- fellow forward thinker. Please welcome the Associate Chair and Associate Professor of the um, Masters of Science Physiotherapy Program at the University of Alberta, Dr. Mark Hall. Uh, Dr. Hall received his Bachelor of Science and Master's degree at University of Witwatersrand in South Africa. Uh, and he got a chance to travel around quite a bit working in South Africa, United Kingdom, and Canada as a physiotherapist, and got his PhD at University of Alberta in the Rehabilitation Sciences. Uh, Dr. Hall is also one of the chief architects of a joint program of uh, Masters of Science of Physiotherapy and an MBA in University of Alberta. So this is definitely a program we would have loved to experience as physio students, Um, but (laughs) unfortunately it wasn't around at that time. (laughs) All right, it's time to get down to business. Dr. Hall, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing excellent. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you. Uh, So, Dr. Hall, to kick things off, uh, could you tell us how you became passionate about the field of physiotherapy and particularly uh, business and physio? Sure. I mean, uh, I've been a physiotherapist since since 2000, so almost 20 years. Uh, And I've been interested in physiotherapy for uh, a bit longer than that. Um, and I think the field of physiotherapy has grown on me the more that I have experienced it and it, being able to experience the, the depth and breadth of our profession. There is uh, a lot more than meets the eye when, you, when you're first starting uh, to explore physiotherapy and you get into PT school. Uh, you probably aren't aware of all of the different areas of physiotherapy that we, we can work in uh, as a physiotherapist. And so I think my... Uh, my eyes have been opened the last 20 years, uh, and I think there's a lot of opportunities for us as physiotherapists, and uh, certainly uh, from a, a business point of view, I think uh, things have certainly changed in the last uh, little while, and, uh, and as uh, we're moving our profession forward, I think uh, those working in private practice are, are going to need to think about what their business model is and what their niche is uh, in order to, to sort of stand out from a, a very crowded uh, marketplace. So I think that's sort of where, where I came from. Mm-hmm. And how did you find yourself uh, in this role as associate deed uh, of the MSCPT program at uh, U of A? Um, I sort of, uh, I naturally, it was a, a natural progression for me. I, um, I didn't start out wanting to work in academia. I, uh, I was going to work in private practice and, and, uh, and uh, I ended up actually working in hospitals. I have a, my master's degree is in critical care, so I enjoy working in the ICU. Um, and uh, this job came up at the University of Alberta that was the uh, academic coordinator of clinical education, uh, organizing all the clinical placements and, uh, and liaising with uh, the clinical sites and uh, helping students navigate their clinical education experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the, uh, the program director and associate chair position came up and, and I I sort of slid into that uh, very fortunately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a part of your 
role you've been involved in this uh, new initiative of combining this MBA and MSCPT program. And we really do want to focus our podcast about this and, you know, how this kind of came to fruition. Can you tell us a little bit about the, the initial journey of you getting to here? Sure. Uh, so I, um, I actually happened on a combined program at a, a meeting that I went to where uh, the pharmacy faculty at the University of Alberta have an existing uh, combined program and they are uh, moving to a, a doctoral doctor of pharmacy degree and, and I happened to be at a meeting where they were changing their degree from a combined bachelor's in pharmacy to a doctor of pharmacy and an MBA and I thought that that uh, partnership would be a really good experience for for our program and certainly for our graduates uh, particularly since many many physiotherapists in Canada, many of our graduates work in private practice. Um, I thought that uh, this would be a really good opportunity for us to get a little bit more business and leadership uh, experience into our grads before they head out into the workplace. Yes, for sure. And um, uh, you definitely mentioned a couple of great points there and um, it's an amazingly useful program for the future as well. Um, we were wondering um, kind of how the whole creation of this uh, program came about. Uh, who did you have to contact and how did the conversation start? Sure. Um, so uh, at that meeting that I was at, uh, one of the associate deans from the School of Business was presenting this degree. And uh, so I connected with him afterwards and we had a few meetings. Uh, I brought in uh, one of my associate deans who's in charge of professional programs uh, to, to look at whether or not this would be possible. And uh, he, he was keen, he, he thought there was a good um, uh, relationship already established with some of the health science faculties and, and that physiotherapy would add a, another dimension to the class that they have. And so uh, universities are, are uh, somewhat tricky. There's, there's a lot of governance and approvals and committees that have to you have to take your, your new ideas to for them to be approved and move through the, the chain of command. Uh, so that took us about uh, eight months or nine months from uh, when we initially started discussing this with the School of Business in March of 2018 until it was finally approved uh, in December of, of 2018. So it's only recently been approved. Uh, we're, we're only recently starting to market it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know that in the upcoming few months and September fall, where you guys will have your first cohort of students uh, entering into this joint program. Can right. you tell us a little bit about the typical journey that this MSCPT student will take throughout their MSCPT program and then kind of how they enter into the MBA program? Sure. So uh, what uh, some of your listeners, I guess, may know uh, the University of Alberta program is probably the longest English-speaking program in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a 28-month program to start with. So we, we think we have a well-rounded uh, uh, curriculum, a pretty jam-packed curriculum. Um, and uh, our final uh, four months are clinical placements and a, and a capping OSCE. And so uh, our students uh, would have to be admitted to the MSCPT program first they would complete two years of physiotherapy school. And then uh, at the end of the spring summer term of their second year, they would uh, enter the, uh, the MBA program. So they would start their third year uh, fully in the MBA program. And they would complete uh, the MBA 
uh, in one year. And then they would return to the physiotherapy program and they would complete their final two clinical placements and their capping OSCE. Mm -hmm, for sure. And uh, since you started to dive in into some of the logistics of the uh, program as well, could you tell us about how the selection process happens for uh, MSCPT students to enroll into the MBA program? Sure. So I, uh, I've just recently sent out some information to our second year students to see who is interested in, uh, in applying for this combined program. Uh, and so these students uh, didn't initially know that this program was available when they, when they entered the program. So many, for many of them, it wasn't really on their radar. But um, they would need to maintain a, a solid GPA, so a GPA of greater than 3.5. Uh, and then uh, if they have a GPA of greater than 3.5, then they would meet with me and we would discuss the um, feasibility of them doing this uh, intensive program. Uh, and I think for many of our students, if they've been able to succeed in the physiotherapy program, they would likely um, be able to manage the intensity of the MBA program. I think both programs are, are equally intense. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and then the School of Business has their own um, interview and admission sort of process. Uh, where they, uh, the students, the physio students would be uh, interviewed by a panel of, uh, of admissions people uh, in the School of Business. Uh, many of their other um, requirements uh, have been waived. Uh, and so uh, the, the fact that they're in our program, they would uh, they sort of get fast-tracked a little bit through that admissions process. Okay, that's interesting. And uh, what do you think from your perspective and uh, from just the faculty's perspective, uh, what do you think the benefits are of students enrolling into this program for themselves as students and as future clinicians, as well as the industry of physiotherapy in general? Um, well, the, the benefit I think as a student is that um, the way that this combined program is set up, the MBA uh, has 42 credits instead of 60. So it's a shorter program uh, and it would be a cheaper program uh, if they decide to take the degree while they are still in the MSCPT program. If they were to take a standalone MBA uh, at the U of A, they would be taking 60 credits. So the, the combined program looks has found efficiencies from a tuition uh, and course credit perspective. So I guess that would be the benefit uh, for taking it as a student. Um, the benefits for our profession and for our graduates, I think, are, are probably um, infinite. I think, particularly since a large percentage of our, our membership um, work in private practice, I think uh, the business and leadership skills that come from an MBA uh, can only help to, to uh, set those physiotherapists on the right path for success within their business, um, business dealings. Uh, I think uh, the leadership uh, skills that they would get, the knowledge about leadership and the leadership skills, um, certainly in Alberta and probably in, in other provinces in Canada, there are not a lot of physiotherapists that are working in, in senior leadership positions within the public healthcare system. That is also one of the reasons that we, we put this uh, program in place is we, we would like to see more physiotherapists uh, in senior leadership positions within the public healthcare system. And I think that this type of a program uh, would certainly give them the, the skills and the knowledge to be able to do that. Uh, and I think uh, one of the big benefits of an MBA is the networking. And I think the, the different uh, types of people that 
our graduates would be would be mixing with and networking with, uh, I think could certainly uh, open up a lot of doors for them and and uh, bring on a number of possibilities for future um, joint ventures and and business ventures. Mm, I definitely couldn't agree with you more, and it, the especially the leadership and the networking component that you mentioned, because I think that you know. Uh, some people might think that just doing the MBA, you're going to become better with the finances, with kind of the numbers, et cetera. But uh, the real value of an MBA from individuals who have taken it as well, they tell us that it's within this network and the leadership skills you get. And just talking to people outside your industry is a really valuable, valuable thing that you get from the MBA. And um, now speaking of leadership, you, you know, the University of Alberta is definitely seems to be a leader in this innovative uh, program that they've created. So I wanted to ask you, how do you think this is going to, this joint program that you guys have brought in, how do you think that's going to impact the education space around physiotherapy? Uh, can you, sorry, can you, can you tell me what you mean by that? Um, yeah. So uh, University of Alberta, I mean, right now in Canada, the, MS, the program for physiotherapists is fairly standard across the board. You get right. your MSCPT degree, um, you know, you do your licensing exams and you come out, right? And so we haven't had a lot of these combined programs with physiotherapy when we do see and we, we know for sure that these uh, business skills and these leadership skills have a great impact on the industry and having these physios come out as better leaders. So how do you think that's going to influence how the education system is going to change in the future? Because we can see it uh, in the future that other schools start to bring on different combined programs like this, right? Mm -hmm. Whether MBA or another type of uh, program that really uh, kind of targets this leadership and this business component. Sure. So, um, you know, I think, and you, you would have experienced this yourself recently, that physiotherapy programs are, are jam-packed uh, as they, they are. And, and a huge focus of physiotherapy training is really is the clinical reasoning skills that you learn and the clinical uh, skills and the evidence-based practice skills. And trying to pull all that together in a two-year time frame is really difficult, I think. Um, and uh, adding in anything extra on top of that, within the same time frame, I think adds uh, immense pressure to, to students uh, and to faculty to try and ensure that those skills are, are met at the standards that we, we expect. I think these uh, combined programs or the opportunity to, to take a certificate program um, that will provide the additional uh, skill set, uh, I think is going to uh, certainly change the game for the, the graduates that take part uh, in those uh, in those programs, um, I think for for people looking to to get into a physio school, and, and I know that there's a lot of um, different school options out there in in Canada. If uh, if business is something that you you already see yourself working in, and you you want to try and find that niche, I think certainly a, a combined program like this that would give you those additional additional uh, knowledge and skills, as well as the networking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this would be a great opportunity for, for anybody who, who has that sort of interest. Exactly. And this type of innovative thinking will really uh, make our profession move forward really well because the demands uh, that are required from a physiotherapist are ever-changing, right? So what was working uh, 30 years ago might not no longer be 
working as well. So the educational systems have to adapt as well, right? Absolutely. Uh, so having said that, we wanted to shift the conversation from some of the more nitty gritty logistics of the MBA program to um, some of the global thoughts you have on the physiotherapy profession as well. So Dr. Hall, we were wondering, um, having had amazing experiences in the physio program for around 20 years, uh, what is one of the predictions that you could make in relation to physiotherapy profession in the next five years or so? Um, but one of my colleagues, uh, uh, Dave Walton has spoken about this as well. I think, uh, the brand of physiotherapy is, is not always clear. I think, uh, Certainly the, the outpatient musculoskeletal space is quite crowded. There's a lot of people that are working in that, um, in that space, chiropractors, athletic therapists, kinesiologists, and, and uh, some of those people can do things cheaper than, than physiotherapists can. And uh, so I think that uh, we, we need to think about what, what our niche is and what that value add is that a physiotherapist brings. Why would you go and see a physiotherapist? And uh, so I think, that, I think that's a challenge facing our, our profession going forward. Um, and I think there, there's opportunities for us to try and market ourselves as leaders um, in movement and, and in function. Um, but also if we take that further and we look at the niche areas that we could perhaps work in that some of those other people don't, uh, don't have the expertise to fill, um, I think that's certainly a big opportunity for physiotherapists, but we have to identify what that brand and what that value add uh, is going to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, especially with um, just marketing um, ourselves as the, the movement experts, as individuals, we can help with a lot of things that people might not know we can help with. And, you know, I think that that's where also the leadership experience becomes so crucial, you know, like you guys have mentioned with, with the MBA program, bringing that leadership into light. Not that you need an MBA program to improve yourself as a leader, but it definitely does kind of, you know, bring some light to some of the ways that other people are doing it, uh, doing it in other industries. And, you know, considering that you've worked with a lot of individuals outside in, in, in the University of Alberta, and um, you've talked to uh, fellow professors at in other programs who have a very different mindset potentially when it comes to this business and innovation side. What's one thing that you would say you've learned from these individuals that you think would be important for potential leaders or business owners in the future should know? Um, well, I think, you know, the vision uh, to see the bigger picture is, is not something that I always have. I am fortunate enough to, to interact with, with some amazing leaders in, in our profession uh, who see that larger picture and who can see what's, what's coming down the road. Um, and, and so that vision and, and thinking about what, what is possible, I think is, is something that a leader typically comes with. Uh, and so for some people, they, they have that innate ability. Um, I think others can probably learn it um, but I think great leaders certainly have that vision uh, or, or have the, uh, they're willing to take a risk, right? I, I think you, you have to be willing to take a risk to see if something's going to work. Uh, try it. If, it. if it works, that's great. If it doesn't, then we'll try something different. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's definitely an important concept in what is an entrepreneurship in general as well. These, this taking of risk, mm-hmm. and I think that you know, with you guys bringing this MBA MSCPT combined program, it was definitely in in some way it could have been a risk, right? Because you're changing the landscape of education provided to physiotherapists. So. Sure. Were you met with any kind of resistance or anything like that when you wanted to make this combined program happen? Uh, no, actually, we've been uh, people have been really supportive of this uh, combined program. I think certainly for, for there's always risk. I think uh, for this particular program, um, the risk is really minor because both we're not we're not starting something from scratch. Both of these programs exist as standalone entities and we're just looking at a way that we can make it easier for students to get both and cheaper for them to get both uh, in a shorter time frame. Uh, but certainly risk, uh, there, there's always risk. I think in this particular endeavor, the risk is small. Uh, and some of our other things here, we, I mean, we just, we do try things. My uh, predecessors uh, started up uh, satellite campuses. We have, uh, physiotherapy campuses in three different cities in Alberta uh, and we, we offer our program and certainly that is a risk that we took and it, it's paid off for us. Uh, but I think this particular program, the risk is really small. I think there's uh, a lot of opportunities for us uh, to market ourselves and to attract um, talented individuals who are looking for leadership and, and business training. Um, I think this is certainly uh, something that, that would be a, a great achievement for us once we get it off the ground, uh, but we haven't we haven't had any uh, resistance to this program. And that's good to hear. That means the people out there approving these changes are also forward thinking, and they see some of the benefits uh, of integrating uh, business training into a physiotherapy background as well. For sure, this is a natural fit for for our profession, given the number of people that work in private practice and go on to, to own their own businesses. I think this is just a natural, natural fit for, for those individuals. Exactly. And uh, one of the questions we wanted to ask is, as you mentioned previously, this uh, MBA program takes some students from uh, physiotherapy, some students from uh, pharmacy degrees and other uh, medicine related professions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think is the main benefit from all of these individuals uh, kind of combining networking within the same MBA program? Well, I think that's it. I think it's the network. Um, I think it, it, it's not just health science students that take this program. They are engineers. Uh, there are people who, who come with a business background who are looking for more business training. Um, so there may be other health professionals. There may be uh, people with education backgrounds. And so I think it is that diversity uh, of the people in the class that uh, that lends its its strength to to this program and to this network and and being able to uh, to pick the brains of these different individuals and and find out their ideas and and bounce your ideas off of them I think uh, that networking from a diverse cohort is certainly uh, one of the big pluses of a program like this. Mm-hmm. And do you see this program, the MSCPT program? doing other types of collaboration with the MBA program outside of having students within the program. Do you guys see any other partnerships forming in the future? Yeah, I think we'd like to see, um, you know, maybe smaller partnerships. I think the MBA is probably uh, the largest partnership that we would do where we have a joint degree. 
Um, but for those uh, students that don't want to uh, undertake an entire uh, MBA, there's hopefully opportunities for a certificate or, or a couple courses that would give them some of the, the experience and knowledge that they seek um, to help them uh, set up their businesses and things going forward. Uh, but we're, we're often looking for, for opportunities for partnership. Um, and yeah, so I, I, I do see more opportunities in the future. And uh, speaking of opportunities uh, in the future, uh, technology has been playing uh, an ever-increasing role in the physiotherapy profession as well. And um, some things have come up like uh, telehealth and different kind of uh, people experimenting with virtual reality as well. Mm -hmm. We wanted to hear your opinion about where do you think how technology integrates into uh, physiotherapy moving forward? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think uh, we've seen um, a, lot of, a lot of change in the last uh, five or 10 years. Uh, you mentioned tele-rehab and, and telepractice. I think that that will uh, hopefully take off uh, in the coming years. I think that that would be a great way for physiotherapists to provide services to communities uh, around our very uh, expansive country uh, where they don't have access to physiotherapy services. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think uh, that telehealth uh, and, uh, and even sort of virtual reality and augmented reality, there's a, a professor um, who's a biomedical engineer. He used to be the dean of our faculty. He's working on a lot of um, projects that look at, at virtual reality and, and touch using gloves um, on him that would, but would enable him to feel things in a virtual environment on a patient in a different city and measure range and look at diagnostic things on a wall. Um, I think there's, there's so many things that are gonna be happening within uh, technology. I, I can't even think of what those are gonna to, going to be like, but I think it is going to change um, the way that we, we operate, certainly uh, in the near future. I think uh, artificial intelligence is going to uh, take over some of the things that are happening within within medicine and make uh, our decisions sharper and more accurate. Um, and so I, I do think that some of these technologies are going to work their way into physiotherapy and it's going to change the way that we we operate and the way that we practice. Uh, and I think we need to embrace that. I think we, we need to look for opportunities for how we can integrate some of this technology uh, into our practice. And I think uh, some of these new technologies that, that are coming around are perhaps going to be great business opportunities for physiotherapists who are willing to take a risk. Uh, sometimes, you know, the, the regulatory environment and, and privacy and, and all of those things don't allow us to, to try too many things, but uh, where they do, I think we, we definitely need to, to get on that bandwagon and, and we should be leading that instead of following. Mm -hmm. Definitely agreed. And, you know, as, as these new types of care like telehealth, like you mentioned, have been emerging uh, in our industry, there's definitely, I think, going to be a need for uh, some changes in how we're educated on how to deliver care through telehealth. And I think that as a new grad, I can definitely speak to this uh, where, you know, what we learn in school becomes a solid foundation of how we practice in the first year or two, right, at least. Mm -hmm. um, and so, I was wondering from your perspective, you know, as someone who's a leader in the MSCPT program at Alberta, 
how do you see the curriculum changing and incorporating care that's not in person and care that's like tele-rehab care? Well, we're definitely going to have to look at how we can integrate that um, into our curriculum. I think, you know, the, the type of care, the, the foundational skills that, that we would teach you in a physiotherapy program are probably not going to change. But we do need to probably look at content in a program as to how to leverage those skills that we are already teaching you and apply them in this new practice environment, which is tele telehealth or tele-rehab. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I think the principles of the practice, the principles of assessment, the principles of treatment would be the same. It's how do you operationalize those in this virtual or, or um, telehealth environment? I think certainly for the students in our program, uh, where our program is delivered using video conference every day, I, I would hope that they are a little bit more comfortable in seeing that we can demonstrate something in one in one room and have students practice that in another city uh, and similar concepts would be with with your patient you would need to set up a, the patient's home or whatever room they're in uh, and think about what your assessment is trying to achieve and see if you can get that patient to to run through some of those uh, components of the assessment uh, with or without uh, maybe an assistant in that uh, distance um, location but I think the principles are the same it's just how we leverage and how we operationalize those foundational physiotherapy principles into this new uh, practice context mm -hmm. definitely and uh, Dr. Hall you offered us some uh, amazing perspective um, starting from the how to integrate the MBA program into the MSCPT curriculum and moving on to the more global thoughts about the physiotherapy profession in general and Brings us a lot of optimism for where the field is heading in the future, mm -hmm. having some uh, innovative leaders like yourself uh, leading the charge on the educational side of things. Thank you. Uh, and um, we understand that you've definitely read a lot of things in the past, but as uh, you mentioned previously, you don't have one specific book that made a difference uh, in your journey, but we were wondering if you could recommend some other resources where uh, people could learn about the MBA program and uh, um, how to uh, enroll into University of Alberta. Sure. I mean, they can uh, certainly check our website. The, the U of A uh, physical therapy website has uh, uh, FAQs about admission to our program and as well as uh, information about the MBA. And uh, certainly anybody who is interested uh, can contact me at the University of Alberta. I think the main thing for this program is, is uh, the combined program is you have to be admitted to our physical therapy program first. Mm -hmm. And then uh, once you have sort of proven yourself within that program, you get to apply to this combined uh, program. So certainly getting your foot in the door and getting, getting into the physical therapy program would be the first step. And, and our website has a fair bit of information on that. Uh, or anybody is welcome to email me uh, and we can talk about it further. Mm -hmm. And you know, now that we're on the topic of getting in touch with you, we're wondering what's the best way that someone could also get in touch with you to learn more about you, your journey, or this program in general. Um, I think uh, email is probably easiest. Mark.hall at ualberta.ca. I'm pretty responsive to email. I tweet every now and then, but usually when mm -hmm. I'm at a conference or I have something interesting mm -hmm. to say, mm -hmm. I'm not a prolific tweeter. <laughs> nice. Uh, Dr. Hall, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. We really appreciate all the insight you've provided. 
and um, really appreciate you uh, sacrificing some of your time. Thank you, and thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much. Speak Best with you luck in uh, your future endeavors. Thank you so much. Thank you, so you so much. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the PTBC podcast. Hope you enjoyed the episode today. Please check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at our website, ptbusinesscorner.com. Feel free to send us a message on social media or email us at info at ptbusinesscorner.com. See you next time.